Welcome to our new season of the Reach Next Generation podcast. I am Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they've faced throughout their careers and how they overcame them, whilst also giving us what tips they have for girls my age. Today, my guest is Zara Mohammed, who is a Scottish faith leader currently serving as Secretary General of the Muslim Council of Britain, and she has been in this position since 2021. She is also the first female and also the youngest Scottish Secretary General of the Muslim Council of Britain. Her vision is to invest in young people, whilst also inspiring more women into leadership and building partnerships across society. Thanks for joining me today, Zara. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to the role you have today? Hi, Grace, and thank you so ha- thank you so much for having me on this amazing podcast. So um, my journey um, began, I guess, um, well, a, a, probably when I was in university and guess trying to figure out what I wanted to do with myself. I did um, law at university in, in Strathclyde. Um, But when I was at university, I was really looking for, I guess, a group to belong to, some friends that I could connect with or relate to. And very quickly, I kind of joined every single society that I could find, (laughs) realizing that it probably wasn't a good idea, especially not for my studies. Yeah. Um, But it was probably when I found um, the Islamic Society and that kind of this little group, you know, I was always going to the prayer room and stuff. And I just met Muslims from all over the world. And I thought, wow, okay, these are people that I can kind of connect with. But yeah. it wasn't probably enough for me. I mean, I joined the students' union. I was doing events. I was doing dinners. I ran for student union president, which was probably yeah. the biggest and scariest thing I did. But anyway, <laughs> in my course of university, I found that I was naturally put into leadership positions. Yeah. And I was advocating for others around me. And when I stood for student union president, I said, I'm here to represent the 22,000 students on campus, irrespective of their faith or background, because I believe that we can make a positive change for everyone. And mm-hmm. anyway, through that journey, I got involved in lots of community work, uh, and then eventually found the Muslim Council of Britain, because I was the head of a national student organization. Mm-hmm. And as I joined as a kind of junior vice president type role, I just realized that there was just so much work to be done in helping communities and bringing people together. Yeah. But also this idea that maybe I could do that, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I could do. <laughs> anyway, long story short, at the end of 2020, um, elections were coming up and they said, Zara, what do you think about running? I said, you are crazy. Who is going to vote for a young woman from Glasgow to lead the national <laughs> organization for Muslims? I'm small. Um, I'm Scottish. You know, I had all this imposter syndrome of like, there's no way I could do it. But anyway, I ran. Because I kind of thought to myself, if an opportunity of of good comes your way, if a door opens, aren't you going to take it? And, and why not? You know, why yeah. not try? Isn't it about time that we do change things? So I ran in, um, in January 2021. I got elected as the first female and the youngest Secretary General of the Muslim Council of Britain, making history and becoming a public figure in like one hour. <laughs> so <laughs> quite the journey, to be honest. That's the short version. Yeah, well, it sounds that you've had really, really interesting journey um, and always in, you know, big roles of leadership from when you were in university to, well, now as the Secretary General. But I have to ask, when you were at school, perhaps a little bit younger, did you know what you wanted to do or be? Did you say, feel that you were going to go into some role of leadership or did that kind of 
present itself as you got older? Well, I'll tell you a secret. I always felt very, very different at school. Mm-hmm. And I always was very, very imaginative. I was the artsy head in the clouds type. I <laughs> I'd love, yeah. I mean, for example, you know, we were giving in a, a kind of task to do, to draw a painting. Yeah. With pastels or whatever. Everybody was done as soon as they could get done. And then they were out in the playground. I was just sitting there, you know, <laughs> with all the colors. And I'm just thinking like, what am I, that's like, I'm doing Picasso here. You know, what am I doing? But the bit that I always remember is our teacher asked us to draw ourselves. Yeah. Everybody drew like a stick person. Head, <laughs> legs, arms. Very basic. Simple. Very basic. And you know what? Easy. I, on the other hand, drew myself as like a, a kind of imagine, like a superhero. I had a key. I had colored hair and pink hair, I think, to be yeah. precise. I could fly. I basically drew a version of myself that was, you know, really different from I mean literally the teacher made me stand up and and, and talk about what I had drawn why I had drawn this because I always felt that you know I always was I always thought I was going to be an artist at one point I wanted to be a post a postman because <laughs> I really mm-hmm. like post office but as in I was a dreamer in the clouds and I always liked the idea of I was very curious as a young person I didn't think I was going to be yeah. a leader I didn't know what a leader was I never saw anyone like me on tv or in books or cartoons or in movies there wasn't anybody to look up to like that but I was always really inspired by people who did something with their life that was worthwhile and I always felt different but it wasn't like a in a bad way I just I just knew that I hadn't quite I could never really find friends that really understood me Mm -hmm. you know there was always a maybe I'll say like a bit jealousy or you know whatever it was you know I just didn't find my group to belong to and I think university is where I sent I met so many different people because at school you only meet the same people it's really hard if you don't find your friend club but yeah I think I think some I think my curiosity is what kind of got me here yeah well I know that you did go to university in fact the University of Strathclyde but how important do you think it is to go to university especially since nowadays there are loads of different apprenticeship schemes graduate schemes loads of different things that young people can go into instead of university yeah I think first of all university is not for everyone yeah. I don't think everyone should feel the pressure that they have to be. Not everyone's academic. Not everyone likes books. <laughs> you know, not everyone's book smart. But that doesn't mean, I mean, we know today that you can literally set up your business on Instagram. <laughs> you yeah. know, you can be an influencer. I'm not encouraging people to be influencers. But nowadays, there's so much you can do creatively, whether yeah. that's in the arts and drama, whether that's in literally having your own startup or a business or digital or tech or whatever it is. Even it's simply like sharing motivational videos or doing a podcast. You know, there's so many ways for you to creatively. I think life is, I think all of us have a gift. And life is about finding that gift and sharing it with others. Mm-hmm. And what I found was, in some ways, my gift was I love helping people. Yeah. But I'm also good at talking. <laughs> for some reason, I, I can talk, I can public speak. And what I think, what I think is so important for people listening is that you don't feel, don't feel you need to be like somebody else. My mom always said, you know, be your own benchmark of success. Don't compare. I mean, she never compared me to anybody. And I would say don't compare yourself to anybody either. You're so different and everything about you is exactly right. And it's your work in progress. But if university isn't the path that you're following, then see what else there is out there and, and step out of your comfort zone and do something different. You're not going to find it in the first time, but at least yeah. keep trying and then you'll find it. 
Definitely. Well, I must say, the world is changing quite a lot at the moment, and also very quickly. But what do you think Work for Women may look like in 10 years' time? What do you maybe hope it may look like? I think we are obviously living in a really globalised world. It's more diversity than ever before. And I think the great thing is women are really coming to the front and to the floor and really kind of doing their own thing. And I think being the first women in my role, yeah. Um, and I'm the youngest has taught me so much about how whilst it's really, you know, we're not going to say oh, women shouldn't lead. I don't think people are saying that. But what they're still questioning is how we lead. <laughs> yeah, and I think wonderful, though, is that there's more networks of support than ever before women to women and also men and women to women. So I think there's so much more support out there. But I think what we're going to see is a lot of young, confident, bright and bold, courageous women coming to the front again doing things in a way that's different teaching us different ways of leading different ways of caring whether it's for the earth or for other humans or for animals for different causes but i think also showing that being soft doesn't mean you're weak that yeah. being compassionate doesn't mean that you're not a good leader or you're not assertive enough for you know and i think sometimes i mean i'm a very small person in real life <laughs> and everybody's much taller than me but i'm the boss and so mm-hmm. i have to find ways to not let that be a barrier and obstacle so don't think because of the way you look or if you're a bit more petite or your voice is quiet, that it means that you can't lead or be strong or be courageous or brave. How you feel about yourself is the most important thing in this story. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. And um, hopefully the world will continue with this trend of change um, for you know the work of women um, in the way that you described, because that sounds like a very nice place to be in. But throughout your career, um, from where you were very young to where you are now, have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you looked up to or admired? I think for me, definitely my mum has played such a big role in giving me like that confidence and self-belief and just nurturing me to feel like I could be great and not just like through academics or anything, but just as in be your best self. And I think everybody needs that. But I think it was always really difficult because not seeing someone that looks like you in those other places is hard to relate. You know, everybody always feels so far away. So in some ways, I kind of couldn't be one. So maybe I had to become one um, Mm -hmm. to share my kind of story and inspiration. Not to say that I think I'm a role model, but I know that lots of people maybe look up to me. And that definitely comes with responsibility. And I think, you know, there's so many inspiring stories that we hear about, you know, whether it's Nelson Mandela or whatever it is, whoever your person of choice is, whether they're in the movies or in in in, in the arts or or even just on TV, whatever it is, um, or academically or politically. There's so many people you can look up to, but ultimately, I think what I like to see is good characteristics, good conduct, good people who make me feel like they're genuine. Yeah, and I think family is always a great support. Both my mom and dad really gave me a lot of confidence and a lot of trust (laughs) to go out there and travel and go to these meetings and conferences and I remember when I was speaking on live tv you know for the first time you know super nervous thinking oh my god I can't do this and then you know calling my mum and she's like you'll be fine just do what you always do (laughs) you know and she just thought it was so casual and I thought oh maybe it's maybe I should just see this as normal and then I'll be fine so I think you need to find people who make you feel good about yourself. You yeah. don't necessarily have to have achieved a lot to do that. I think people who are authentic and sincere 
and who can who really believe in you and push you forward, those are the people that you should stay close to. Definitely. Now, do you still have any personal or professional ambitions for your future and just, you know, at home? Yeah, I think obviously this term will end in about a year and a half. I'll be done and it's an elected post, so I can't do it again. And, you know, when you're the head of an organization, I mean, I run the staff, the operations, I do projects, I do events, I do TV, I do loads of different things. Um, you always do think, what next? <laughs> yeah. What do I go from, from here? But for me, it's about the mission, which is to be of service to people and to help. So irrespective of what I end up doing, because I haven't quite figured that out yet, I know that I still want to serve and I still want to be useful to yeah. communities and to society and to the world. Um, but also, like, I feel like I'm a very creative person as well, and I get bored easily. <laughs> so it's got to be challenging. Otherwise, forget it. So I yeah. think um, as long as we look up, um, we'll find something more exciting to do. Definitely. Now, as part of our Reach Next Generation Summits, we do look at diversity and opportunity for young girls from the black and minority communities. But do you think we are seeing, as a society, more equality in all areas of our lives? Mm. yeah I think I mean I think in some places yes and in some places no so I mean you know we're seeing in some ways you know for example this year marks I think the third anniversary of George Floyd mm -hmm. and you know race discrimination hate crime all that kind of stuff is still there but I think we're seeing a more conscious society that understands that that's not right mm -hmm. while there's still there are still people who hate and they're all you know there's always people the the vocal minority and people who want to create division and whatever else. Generally speaking, I think it's a more hopeful picture. I mean, we still see poverty and you could focus on all of that, but I think it's for those of us who have the privilege to be able to change something, should be changing it. You know, we see environmental disasters, we see things all happening all over the world, and I think all of us have a little part to play in helping that, whatever space we're in. And so for me, it's about, you know, tackling inequality, but also it's about making young people feel that they can. They can seek any opportunity, but if their name is different or if they look different or they don't have the power or maybe their mum didn't do that job before or their dad, you know, they can still get through. And I think all of us have to be kind of breaking down barriers or thinking about, OK, you know, one of the campaigns we do around is in eco mosques. How do we make our mosques and communities more environmentally conscious? Um, at the end of next month, we're going to be doing Eid with refugees. So Eid is a big festival in the Islamic faith. And we thought, let's do something with the refugee community because yeah. you know, they don't have a family or they have families, but they're away from home. So, so I think all of us have a part to play in trying to bridge the gap between those inequalities and differences. And they're always yeah. going to be there. So long as humans are around, we'll always have problems to solve. But I guess the opportunity is in what role we play in solving those problems. Definitely. So what tips would you give girls when they're starting to think about their careers and perhaps also their futures? So what I would say is being a young girl is hard work, especially if you're online, friends, all the rest of it. So I'm going to say three, three, year, three top tips. So number one is, first of all, you have to like yourself. Yeah. My question is, do you like yourself? And you might be like, oh, I'm not sure. That's what you got to work on. You need to like you because if you don't like you, you're not going to attract the right things in your life, the right people, the right opportunities. So feeling good about who you are is so important. How do you do that? Well, tell yourself a positive story. Always look back and think of all the wins and how far you've gone and yeah. look forward and look forward to finding yourself. You're not perfect right now. I mean, we're all in the process of finding ourselves. And 
you know, one thing that I struggled with was liking myself and believing in myself. So I put my myself to the side and I focus on, which is my second bit of advice, the good that you can do in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, when we have this philosophy of giving back and helping others, and most most of us are, are good caregivers, you know, we're chargers rather than drainers, then we always find that we have the confidence. It's easier for me to come do this thing for you than for me to do it for myself, right? So very few of us can just do things for ourselves purely. And so having a good reason to do something, saying if I get better, then I can help more people. If I'm more confident, then I can make a bigger difference in this world. If I'm strong and assertive, I can inspire more young girls and more women to do this too. So be someone who believes in yourself and attach that to a good purpose. My second bit of advice is good company. You'll be surprised how much of an impact the people around you have on whether you take a step forward or a step back or you don't even move at all. And you've got to think about the five people around you. In the Islamic tradition, it's considered you're in the religion of the five person around. So think about whose feed am I constantly checking? Who am I following on social media? Who's on my top of my WhatsApp list? Who's on my Snap? Who's on my Insta? What content am I consuming? Because that's going to determine your thoughts and what you think about and also what you think you can achieve. So your company, if you've got bad friends, you've got friends who are always saying, do you think you can do that? Or do you think you're good enough? Or, you know what, we should just do it together. Let's just do everything together. No, (laughs) you need to find yourself and your story. So be willing to break away from your friendship group to try something different. My third bit of advice is dream big, challenge yourself. I could never have imagined the position I'm in. I didn't even know it existed. You know, I didn't even know that I could, at the age of 29, be the head of this massive organization and run it and be on TV and do all these engagements and events and talk to really senior, senior people and grown-ups and scholars and all these top professionals as well as young people and everybody in between. But I was, I kind of dared to believe that maybe it was possible. I challenged myself and I pushed myself. So I think um, dream big and be open to doing something that you never thought you could do. I think that's great advice, especially from people, even if they've got their life completely sorted out. There's, of course, always new things that you can perhaps tweak or new things to try, which it can always broaden your horizons and make you think about lots of different things that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, if you could spend an hour maybe a bit more, a bit less, depending on how you're feeling. Just chatting to three different people over a coffee. Who would they be and why? (laughs) Three people. Yeah, I know. It's a very small amount of people. For a coffee. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard. Living or dead? (laughs) Either. (laughs) I mean, I would have loved to have had a chat with Nelson Mandela. I do think. That would have been amazing to just hear about his story and journey um, and just kind of that whole era and period, I think would have been absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think, oh, this is a really tough one. I think I really like Maya Angelou as well, her quotes, and she's really nice. She's a poet. I think I would have loved to have just had a really good deep session dive with her about, you know, um storytelling and, and sharing and discovering and the third I think the third one's going to be fun because I would like to just not all be meaningful and purpose-driven maybe just someone who's going to take me somewhere like really exciting so um 
I don't know who's a. Why don't I go for um Bear Grylls and okay. then me and him can go island hopping and exploring, <laughs> and he can show me how I can eat things that I didn't probably think were possible. Yeah, someone a bit daring and adventurous, and we can go, you know, swim under caves, <laughs> go explore and jungles and and discover. Yeah, so those are those are my three. <laughs> wow, that was an interesting mix, <laughs> but also a really fun mix. I was not expecting Bear Grylls, but I'm glad he made the list. Yeah, I think he embodies my inner explorer. <laughs> so. So if you're listening, Bear, um, yeah, I'd love to come join you for one of these crazy ones. <laughs> Finally, and just before we go, what would you say are your non-negotiables? So just the things that you would not compromise um, in both your, you know, your home and your personal life and your professional life. I think faith is really important and my values and, and, and are so based on my faith. So I think faith mm-hmm. for me is really like really just a core of who I am what I do and I think with that comes Mm self-respect I think it's easy you know when you're a young person and people aren't taking you seriously you have to be the one to ensure that you you always hold your own sense of self-respect and so someone's saying to what do you mean by that I think that's it's about boundaries it's about being comfortable it's about being safe and 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 also it's about being able to be yourself yeah so one of the things I won't compromise on is well, I don't like people telling me what to do, <laughs> first of all, just anybody. But, you know, obviously in some cases you do need to be told what to do. But I mean, as in, I don't like people trying to change who I am or trying to make me yeah. into something else or not letting me be my true authentic self. And I think also it's about love, mercy, compassion. I think I like people who are always sharing in love and mercy. We all make mistakes at the end of the day. I make loads of mistakes. But if we can't be compassionate to one another, you know, mistakes are great you'll grow from that you know mm. but if you're always very critical and negative and toxic that's not good so I think it's important to always be in environments where you can feel you can be yourself true to yourself your faith your belief be confident about who you are you're respected yeah you are, whether you're young old man or woman whatever you are to to feel respected is important but also to be in an environment where care and compassion means that we can all grow together and I, I think those are really important yeah I think those are really good and um very good values to have as you know you grow up bless you um and you know you go throughout your daily life well I really enjoyed chatting with you today Zara thank you so so much and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their own futures and their own careers So keep listening to the Reshift Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women and also more details about us are at ReachNextGeneration.com. Thank you to our sponsors and partners, Barclays, Domestic in General, AJ Bell, All Saints, Kellogg's, The Vita Group and City in the Community.